0: I continue to sort out and I, and I watch the, the folks on the left go apoplectic. Their hair is on fire. They're screaming and running in every direction. Showing that the Supreme Court has voted to overturn Roe v. Wade and of course they go bananas. Uh, what's really wrong with all of this is the Supreme Court has been undermined by an activist... Uh, a clerk at the Supreme Court, clearly the source would would almost be conclusive. The source for a draft of an opinion from Samuel Alito to overturn Roe v. Wade. And, of course, the left goes bananas. My next guest was going to talk about a few other things like censorship these days. But we've decided to shift gears. Mike van's, former State Department diplomat. He oversaw the Economic Bureau's Information Technology and the International Communications Division as Deputy Assistant Secretary. He also serves as a speechwriter and policy aide. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson, Michigan Zone. Mike, good to have you here.
1: Great to be here, Steve. Thanks.
0: I I, I know how Ben Carson uh, comes down on this issue. He's been on this program too many times to remember, and uh, we're going to effort to get him this week on this topic. But this is a this is a huge deal. I didn't think that the Supreme Court would end Roe v. Wade altogether. I'm not surprised they did. And honestly, this is Donald Trump fulfilling. A 2016 campaign promise, even though he's out of office, he promised to put Supreme Court justices in place that would overturn Roe v. Wade. And here it is. Your thoughts.
1: Yeah, well, this is an extraordinary turn of events, uh, especially for a court. The Roberts court has been particularly conservative in respect of uh, am- am- amending policy or uh not, not taking radical steps that are seen to be, even if necessary, even if morally appropriate, even if sort of compelled by jurisprudence, uh, things that are seen to potentially create social disturbances or draw any sort of controversy. There's been a tremendous aversion uh, from the Roberts court to engage in that direction. So this is basically a lightning bolt out of nowhere it seems and uh much like the elon musk acquisition was 2022 is filled with surprises
0: uh it certainly has been and you know the democrats are going to scream up and down now about democracy and i would suggest i agree with them and if they want democracy then go ahead and put together a bill, get it through the House and Senate before Election Day. You've got the majority in the House and the Senate. Put a bill through for abortion to, you know, put Roe v. Wade in and codify it permanently and see how that plays at home on the 8th of November. They won't do it, of course. They'll scream and scream and scream, but they won't put forth legislation and do it the proper way, will they?
1: No, and that's is one of the curious things about Roe v. Wade itself, which is even to disentangle it from the abortion issue, the the change to the structure of uh, you know a, a, the social contract with respect to uh, how the Supreme Court can basically whole cloth create new rights was a tremendous change when the Roe v. Wade decision happened. So, you know, it, it was really quite a legislative forming event as a as a legal precedent, and you know, I think that's that's one of the reasons that the Alito just draft, if if that really is, you know, if, if the leak is true, uh, was framed the way it was, and so it was more like a a legislative, you know, uh, you know, a law being passed, and so. It would certainly be appropriate if if that's what uh, what Democrats want to do for for them to actually uh, you know consolidate it that way, but we'll see if that's what they decide to to do. I think it'll be more likely to be mobilized as sort of a voter issue uh, for Democrats rather than uh, a legislative response, but I'll be curious to follow that.
0: It could have come out late June, early July, this decision, right, if if it hadn't been leaked. So the shock value of this, the shock value of this is going to be lessened because the shock wave is going to be farther away from the 8th of November. And then I have to ask you this, uh, Mike, honestly, are people going to vote for abortion or $5 a gallon gas? Are they going to vote for abortion or an open southern border? Are they going to vote for abortion over all of these other things that are going terribly, terribly wrong? And and, and to be honest with you, I don't think that this is going to change that narrative. I don't think this is going to save the House for the Democrats or the Senate for the Democrats. I don't believe it because, you know, the idea that Americans, 70 percent of Americans believe that Roe v. Wade should stand. I don't believe that to be true because I see a lot of people pro-choice people that say, I never voted for third trimester abortions. Well, sure you did. No, I don't support that. Well, you voted for that. No, I didn't. Well, and see, there's the problem. We'll see how it plays out. What do you think the impact is on November?
1: Well, I think that Roe v. Wade is really not going to affect blue. You know, overturning Roe v. Wade is really not going to affect the, the life of most Democrats in blue states. It, it deals with the federal jurisdiction. And the fact is that New York is going to continue to have the laws that, that it chooses. California, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really not going to change the, the life of, of Democrats in blue states. Uh, the life has already changed, though, of, of such citizens because of rising inflation, as you mentioned, gas prices, food prices, uh, you know, the facts look around the, the fact that the most, that Tucker Carlson is currently the most popularly watched cable news show host for Democrats, aged 25 to 54, I think shows where things stand right now uh, in terms of uh, how how the sands are shifting, uh, even on the Democrat side for who's who, who is most influenced by you know the, the narratives affecting the 2022 election. If, if even if Democrats are listening to Tucker Carlson now. Uh, and tuning into them instead of CNN, uh, I think the Democrats have a lot of, a lot of work cut out for them ahead.
0: Uh, I believe you are correct. Mike Benz, greatly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Um, next time we'll talk about censorship, but not on this program, of <laughs> course. Uh, we'll be right back.